One of the things I love about this show in the five years, we've gained a mythology. We did what we have? Yeah. You gained a mythology? I'm a myth? We're both myths. Stuff like uh, the fact that well, you want to see why you would be a myth. <laughs> the fact that like there are people who refer to who the beautiful one now. Yeah. Who yeah. talk about how you can love your characters, but you can't and love your characters. We all feel better. In the dark. We all feel better. We all feel better. In the dark. I'm gonna drop this one time for your mind right now. Tommy D on the mic, best listen up now. Better in the dark is taking place right now. But this ain't a normal show, this is point five now. Yeah, I said it, show's a little shorter. But they give you content in a timely order. So take notes of everything they mentioning. Better in the dark, point five, get the listening. Hyphen, what it is right now. Tom is what it is right now. Derek, what it is right now. Better in the dark, what it is right now. <laughs> and until we get back in touch with you. Go watch that movie. Right, Devin? Go watch that movie. <laughs> this is Derek Ferguson, and I'm here with my Better in the Dark partner, Thomas DJ. We're not doing the usual opening that we usually mm-hmm. do. The usually Tom will have Something a clever... Stupid. No, he'll have a clever, funny opening for our episodes. But this one is not going to be funny because in this one we want to address something that's very serious. And we're going to do it in as serious a manner as possible because yeah. we want you folks to take it seriously and know how important this is to us. We call this the state of the podcast. Yeah. We're assuming this is going to be a point five, but we don't know how long it's going to take. We want to address a couple of things and keep you people in the loop. Now, some of this happened on the Facebook page. And there's a lot of you who listen to this podcast right. who are not a member of our Facebook page. So you don't know what happened. You don't know what's going on. And before we make any hasty decisions, you deserve to know what happened. And, and you to deserve know to have a chance. To know what's going on. Right. And then from there on... Tom and I can make an evaluation as to where the future of Better in the Dark is going to go. Mm-hmm. So with that, I will turn over the floor to my esteemed co-host and partner and let him give you the Try to bear, outline. outline the situation as it stands right now. Okay. We've prided ourselves on being very regular, coming out every two weeks. You'll notice there were a number of times this year specifically where we have been delayed. The main reason for that is... We have had a time issue. Derek, his character, Dylan, is very, very popular right now. He's about to celebrate the 10th anniversary. He's got other characters in the fire. He's actually making a go of it. Not only is Dylan becoming more successful, I'm actually getting offers from other publishers that want me to work with them and work with them on certain projects and certain characters. I'm very lucky that that's happening. I consider that the ultimate compliment that people think that I could actually contribute something to what they're doing. And I don't take that lightly. My first love, as always, is writing. So mm-hmm. if something has got to go... <laughs> writing is something that's important to the both of us. Yeah. And not that I want to compare what's going on in my life with what's going on in yours. But you've got things that's in the works, too, that are coming up that right. are just as important. And it's not even the case of one thing is more important right. than the other. We both have got a lot of things um, that we're doing. Also, in addition, let me say to you folks, and I've said this before and I can't emphasize it enough, this podcast wouldn't be able to happen without Tom putting in his time and his effort to edit it. Me, pretty much my contribution is what you're hearing right now. I just run my mouth. But after we do the raw feed, it's then Tom who has to take it to his house and he has to give up his free time to sit down and edit the show into what you finally hear. Nowadays, now that I've got one book in the can and I have four more books I'm responsible for, Plus, I'm developing the new character for Pro Se Press, 
And I have had other people from other publishers say, we'd like to see something from you, too. Not to mention that in your personal life, you finally have gotten your degree. Well, not yet. Not yet, but you're well on the way to doing it. Yeah, it's well on the way. This year, 2012, as you know, Derek, Mm -hmm. and maybe the listeners have not known, I decided to stop being this speculator and stop talking about doing all these things and start Mm -hmm. actually doing them, which is why I'm going for my license in December. Right. My driver's license. Which is why I started actually traveling in the last year or so. Right. Which is why I finished a book. And one of the other things I wanted to do was resolve this situation with my college and finally get the degree in media arts that I have studied for for eight years. Which will hopefully lead on to, to other a better job. Better job, yeah. I've used this in the past. For every five minutes that you hear of an episode of Better in the Dark, that represents about ten to fifteen minutes that I've spent editing and massaging, and that's not even counting developing the intro, taking Kalen's theme song and putting the drops in it, or developing the outro, which is where I record a special piece for every episode, specifically Mm -hmm. tied into that episode, and find the music for it and put the drops in there. It's very time-consuming, and it has become harder and harder for me to get the energy up for that editing when I have the Shadow Legion casebook, Volume 1, that needs to be done. I'm almost finished with one story, and I really could, if I could spend three hours working on that instead of sitting here. But I've not said much of anything about it, because we thought that we had a fan base that really loved and respected us. Which brings us to the next part of the story. Yeah. Although, I do want to say one thing positive, though. Go ahead. Although it ties in with something that we're about to say that's negative. I've been very discouraged a lot, and this also might be tied in with why we've had these delays this year. Starting with the very, very poor showing when we did the charity drive for the Suicide Prevention Hotline earlier mm-hmm. this year. According to our last numbers, now that numbers are a little bit in the past... We've been told by Michael Sims, the person at Earth2.net, that we have on average about 11,000 downloads a month for Better in the Dark. So I'm assuming there's about 11,000 people out there who listen to this. Of the 11,000 people who theoretically listen to this, 20 people kicked in $10 for a good cause to help the Suicide Prevention Hotline. Now, on the plus side, we were contacted privately, and we're not going to give out these people's names. One person was actually contemplating suicide and heard our discussion of it and has told us privately that it encouraged him to go and get help. One person was actually on the message board, which is very seldom used nowadays, so I feel we can mention that because that is a public message board. We're not going to say the name, but just in case, because I know there's some of you out there that's saying, oh, well, they're just making that shit up. No, you go to the message board and you look, and you will see it up there. Yeah, we joke around a lot here because we like having fun, but there's certain things that we don't joke about, and we take that very serious, and we're gratified that we were able to help somebody who needed the help. I was also privately contacted by someone who because of, and to quote him directly, my honesty in discussing my own struggles, sought my advice on how to help a friend of his, and because of this interaction, that friend was encouraged to get psychiatric help and did not kill himself. So that's two lives we saved. And that's something that humbles me and I feel very positive about. That makes what we do worth it right there and there to know that we were able to impact somebody's life and to help them. If I can help anybody, I want to do it. And really, that humbles me and makes me proud that we were able to help somebody who really needed the help at the time they needed it. Because there's so many so 
souls out there that are lost and don't know where to go. And I will always encourage people, listen, if you want to talk to me, yeah, you can talk to me about anything. And if there's anything I can do, I'll do it. Right. And I'm glad we were able to do that. Now, we have asked for money in the past on three occasions, including the suicide prevention hotline. We're now at the point where we're using what we amounts to the same equipment we used back when we recorded that first episode in 2007, except that I have the Wonder Box here, and we have the microphone that was donated to us by Kelly Loge, whose contribution to this podcast is incalculable. It cannot be overstated enough. How much... Kelly and the other two members of what we consider Team BITD, Kaylin Conley and Eric Froh, contribute to help make this machine run. We're the guys that you hear, but these are the guys behind us who also support us and help us do what we do in order to bring you what you hear and presumably you enjoy. Now, Derek and I throughout the year have talked about ways to alleviate this time management problem. And I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to throw back the curtain. We considered ending the show. We considered doing it in seasons where we would do 10 episodes. And then take three months off. And, and then, then come back episodes. after that. Yeah, right. Having a winter season exactly. and, and, and a spring season. And we had, and this is going to happen if we move forward beyond the point we're going to talk about a little bit later, reducing the frequency to once every three weeks, effectively making it a monthly podcast. And that's going to happen. There's no way to stop that. However... One of the things we had considered was creating a Kickstarter to help finance it. So, because if we get a little bit of money that we can then divide between the two of us and the three other people we just mentioned, and also to upgrade some of this equipment, I have a friend who is a audio engineer who has shown me a number of podcast-specific pieces of equipment, preamps, special microphones, which is primarily the reason why the last two times, yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess maybe some of you out there and see y'all might want to turn this off after a while, because I'm not pulling no punches with y'all now, because I'm tired of pulling punches. I guess some of y'all think that maybe me and Tom want to take this money and run off, and maybe do coke and hire hookers. Tom will tell you, because he's sitting in my house. I don't need the money that I would get from you. I mean, I'm not saying I live like Bruce Wayne, but neither am I eating macaroni and cheese Mm -hmm. five nights a week. So, the five, ten, fifteen dollars, whatever you would send in, would go back into making this a better podcast. I want to use an example here of what would have happened. Because if you remember, the second campaign was the Dollar a Fan Initiative. Mm -hmm. Where we asked each fan, take one dollar out of their pocket, put it in an envelope, send it to us. Theoretically, if we have 11,000 listeners, and just once they sent a single dollar each... Mm This is what we would have been able to afford. A professional preamp setup with compressors and pop screens. Individual microphones for both of us that were also a professional level. A new terminal dedicated specifically to audio editing. Upgrade professional audio editing software. I belong to the American Screen Songwriters Association. Mm. They are offering a professional software suite for about $200. Bingo. Plus... We would have a little bit left over that we could split between these five people that we've mentioned and just have a nice little stipend for the year. That's for $1 per person for one 
year. And we've talked about doing other things, like maybe moving into the video arena yeah. and have Better in the Dark YouTube right. channel where Tom and I would record ourselves. You could see us as well as here. There's a lot of things that we talk about doing and that we would love to do. We thought about one time actually hosting a Better in the Dark evening at a theater, yeah. maybe seeing if it was possible to rent the theater and show a movie, have a cue. There's all kinds of things that we like doing. Unfortunately, we can't do it by ourselves out of our because own pocket, out yeah. of our own pockets. Yeah, it's just that simple. Okay, for instance, we were talking earlier. Even just if we just had enough of a stipend to go to movies that we come back and review on that right. you hear. Stuff like that. We're not looking to get rich off of people, yeah. but we're just asking for a little help. And I hate to keep sounding like PBS, but that's the truth. We were just looking for a little bit of support from our quote-unquote fans right. to help defray the cost, the cost of producing this. If I ended up with enough money that I'd be able to pay for the car fare to come here once a month and maybe go to the movies once a week and maybe have enough left over for a nice meal for me and a girl, I'll be happy. I think that's a small price to that's pay, a small price to pay. in return for the time that he puts in editing the program that you listen to and presumably, and yeah, I'm going to keep saying that because I'm going to emphasize my point. I will tell you why in a minute. enjoy. Now, we had thought about doing a Kickstarter campaign right, to raise some money. This was last Saturday night, and we were having these ideas. Oh, we can offer this. We can offer that. And I said, why don't we post something on our Facebook page mm -hmm. asking people to suggest possible incentives that they'd be willing to pay for. Now, I was going out that night, and Derek posted up on Facebook. And imagine our surprise with what we got back. Now, there were some people who were actively trying to find solutions. To those people, we say thank you. We do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Some of you were actually working with us and saying, okay, yeah. well, you could do this or you could do that. Because some of you said that you were burnt out on Kickstarter. And I can understand yeah. that because it seems like every time you turn around today, somebody else has got a new Kickstarter yeah. project. So I can understand that. Well, we actually had two members of our Facebook group right there and then commit to if we could set up this PayPal thing. And it looks like we might be able to. We've got to look into this, utilizing a refillable credit, you know, credit card. Yeah. Derek and I would each have one, and then the PayPal would go directly into the card. Committed right there and then to, quote-unquote, subscribing to $15 a month for as long as we needed it. You guys know who you are, and we thank you for being so willing to step forward. However, the majority of the people were not so nice. There were a couple, and I'll be honest with you, that I wanted to find and punch. Now, mind you, I'm fully aware of the fact that this was an opinion that was asked for, and I do appreciate people being honest about their opinions in this. I do, because mm -hmm. I'm speaking bluntly to you guys, and I want you to do that with us. However, there was some of you, the language that you phrased this in, and the attitude that came across, and if the attitude wasn't what you had intended it to be, okay. But I'm just saying, the attitude that I got, this is what was communicated to me. And excuse the language, but this is how I felt when I read it. Fuck you, just keep doing the show. Oh, you don't want to be the Hollywood Saloon. Yeah, the Hollywood Saloon, once they started getting money, that's when the show went bad. You don't want money. Let me explain something to you. I do this for the love of it. I do it because it's a project that I'm doing with my friend, and we're having a good time, and I believe that we were providing a service. And not only that, entertainment to a lot of people who were enjoying it. And Tom is actually more generous than I am. We would not be here today if it was up to me. I would pull the plug on this sucker immediately, because I'm one of them people that used to be in Vietnam. I will burn the village down mm -hmm. in order to save it. And that is my attitude, people. I will burn this motherfucker down before I go through the humiliation and the disrespect that I felt 
reading those posts on the Facebook page. I got angrier and angrier as I read some of these posts. Some of them from alleged friends of mine who I thought out of nothing else but loyalty would have our backs. And they proved this was not the case and flipped on us. So if you haven't gotten a response from me, any of the emails or messages that you sent me, you know why. And also, in addition, please stop emailing me and please stop messaging me because I'm not going to respond to you. And you know who you are. This was very sobering to us. It yes, really it was. was. There was about two days right after this blew up where we're like, that's it. We're done. Yeah. And there were a couple of times where I responded to some specific things and got shouted down some more, which angered me. Another concern of mine, and this is something you and I have talked about this year, is that this is my best friend here. And yet... The only time we've had interactions in the last three or four years, and we've talked about doing other things, the only time that we've physically been in a room together mm-hmm. has been to service this brand. And there's something wrong with that. Quite frankly, we could be doing other things. Yeah. We could be going to a movie right now. Right. We could be. Or there are times when we've talked about going to the, see the Cyclones. You've always said you wanted to go to karaoke night with me. Yeah. But quite frankly, folks, usually after being in a room with him for three or four hours, I said, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen enough of time wah, for this wah, wah. No, but really, that's honest. And I'm sure you feel the same way about me. And let me say this. There's that old saying, pride goeth before, before a fall. fall. And I'm actually, in a way, glad that this happened because I think maybe that you and I, and I'm going to be brutally honest, maybe we got a little bit carried away and mm. thought a little bit too much of ourselves and put ourselves up on a pedestal that we hadn't earned. Right. And we thought that we were all that. And it took this incident to give us that slap in the face and bring us back to reality and remind us of where we are and what we're doing and more importantly, what we should be doing. Because maybe there is other things that we should be doing. Everything has a season. And maybe Better in the Dark has had its season and there's something else bigger waiting for me and you. Mm -hmm. And this is just a wake-up call to make us step back and we can evaluate. This is where we're at now. Where do we want to be at and what do we have to do in order to get where we got to go? Let me tell y'all folks something. No matter how Better in the Dark ends up, me and Tom are always going to be working together. Yeah. It's just we won't be working on this. Maybe it might be another podcast for you to do that. Maybe that's something else that's in our future. I don't know, but I don't want any of you out there to think that I'm just going to keep on doing this to entertain you, and I have to sit here in this chair, and in the back of my mind, there are some of you out there that are snickering and laughing. We're not your fucking slave. We're not your fucking monkeys. That's not happening. Forget, I'm sorry about... No, that's all right. Tell them straight, because I'm telling them straight, and I just like I said a minute ago, I burned this down before I sit in this chair, or let this man sit here, especially let this man go home, and time when he could be out doing something else that he enjoys, sit and edit this show, and some of you out there snickering behind his back, and laughing, and disrespecting him. Yeah, well, I knew they were going to do it anyway. Uh Uh-uh. That is not happening. So this is what is going to be happening. You've listened to last week, episode 139. We have two other episodes in the can. We're not counting .5. Right. We have another .5 in the can. Yeah, we got the Tyler Perry one, and we have... And this one. Okay. This is the one that okay. you're listening to. So we have a single .5 has the one that they're listening to. This one is going out on a scheduled date, by the way, people. That brings us up to about episode 141, which mm-hmm. means we have nine episodes between now and 150. That gives you about, what, three months? Three, four months? Yeah. To decide if you really want to be part of the problem or part of the solution. Derek and I are going to look into this PayPal thing, and we're going to set it up within the next couple of weeks, if we can. One of our listeners is going to be putting together a professional sponsorship pitch package for us. However, we are going to rely on you, 
one last time. I'm not putting a price on this one because apparently asking you only for a dollar didn't work last time. But something like this, you have to follow your conscience. Yeah. And that's really all we're appealing to. We're appealing to your conscience. We're not begging. And I don't want anybody out there to feel like they're being threatened. Well, if you don't give us money, that's not what this is about. Neither one of us is hurting for money. Right. The money that we get would just go back to making this a better podcast right. anyway. And, so, and may I just say to the person who snidely said, oh, I hope you improve the sound quality. The last two times we tried to raise money was for the sound quality. So apparently you weren't listening close enough. I'm sorry, that really pissed me off. And I don't blame you, but that's okay because see, now... Like I said, we know who the friends of the show yeah. are, and we know who isn't the friends of the show, and we will deal with them accordingly. That's all. Right. We will treat them accordingly, and that's all, because a lot of this is out of our hands. It's up to them, which is why we're talking to them. We have right. always said that we consider you guys to be a part of this show as much as we do, and as much as Kaylin, and as right. much as Kelly, Kelly Lowe, and, and as much as Eric. As much as some of our other people who may not be involved in the day-to-day, but have always been giving of their time to come out and be guest hosts with us. Yeah, like, Desmond Reddick. Like Des Reddick. And Lord, Lord Blur. Donovan Morgan Grant. Mike Sims. Russ Anderson. West, yeah, Russ Anderson, who we've been trying to get on for months and months and months. And we hope to get on again. And who regularly sends us a check about it. Yes. He yes, does, who so. puts his money where his mouth is. Yes, Russ regularly sends us a check. I don't want anybody out there to feel like we're threatening you or putting a gun to your head. If you truly feel that you don't want to contribute, that's fine. It's okay. If you truly feel you want to, that's good too. It's all well and good. But all we're just saying is that due to the time constraints of other creative pursuits that we've got coming on us, as well as real life pursuits, right. we will not be able to give you the same program that we have been giving you. Since Tom doesn't want to see us going away because he's having a good time, I don't want to see it go away. Nobody wants to see it go away. But it is what it is. And that's right. all we're just saying. And this situation cannot continue as it is anymore, especially not after some of the responses that we read on the Facebook page. Now, let me say this. We realize that a lot of you don't even know what's going on, which right. is why we're saying this. We just don't want you to say, well, what happened to Better in the Dark? What happened with them? This is full disclosure here yeah. so that you know what's happening and you know what's going on. So right. with what will be episode 142. There will be a regular, we'll record it next time, a pre-recorded thing that will tell you how you can donate. We're going to give an address if you want to do the dollar fan and Initiative and just send us a dollar, that's fine. You want to do what two of the people have already done and commit to sending us a little bit of money every month, that's fine too. So we're going to be doing this starting with 142. Once we reach 150, which is going to be a call-in show, but it's going to run a little bit differently from the last call-in show. More details on that when, yeah, when we get to it. Derek and I are going to look at how the donations have gone. Now, if it's the same 20 to 30, there's usually about 40 people who have donated consistently in all three of our appeals. Right. None of this is directed at you. No. You know who you are. If we don't see a noticeable uptick in donations, I'm just going to edit the whatever episodes I have left, throw them out, and we're done. And that's it. Because I don't want to feel guilty that I'm taking time away from Shadow Legion Casebook Volume 1 or The Adventures of Dow Jones because I've still got 45 minutes of an episode and it's due tomorrow. If I got a little bit of money out of this, maybe I wouldn't feel as guilty. It wouldn't make me feel like I'm being a chump. And believe you me, after this past Saturday, I feel like a big effing chump. And let me tell you something. I haven't felt like a chump in I don't know how many years. And I don't intend like feeling like one now and I'm not going to have you feeling like one. I realize that I'm somewhat naive in this world, and I do believe the best in people. And I honestly felt that 
people would help depressed people from to doing charity. It's like, well, maybe they don't want to donate to us, but surely they'll donate. No. I do believe that inherently people are good. That if you ask them for a little help, you'll get it. Please don't prove me wrong this time. Once again, I would like to apologize for the language that's been used in here, but we're talking straight here. We're all adults. Hopefully, we're all adults yeah. here. So we just want to, again, Tom and I just wanted to let you know exactly where the state of Better in the Dark is right now. And we do want to point out, hopefully, if we have enough that we feel like we can buy that equipment or part of that equipment, and move forward. I'm letting everyone know right now. If you guys want to take pictures of the equipment after yeah. you buy it, so you can sure, so you can it. yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll put down the receipt and the equipment. We'll take the pictures. Yeah, we'll, we'll show you proof. We'll do our homework. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, because I'm sure that there's some people out there saying, "Well, I'm not going to give them money." Oh, they're just going to go to Atlantic City and no, right. throw it all. Yeah, no, no, that's not it. We are going to be reducing the frequency after 150. Now, on the other side, even though it may be reducing frequency, that might mean that you will be getting longer shows. Some will yeah. be about, instead of just an hour, hour, 15 minutes, they'll be 90 minutes, two hours. Well, that's what we got now. That's one of the big that's problems. Per- right, yeah. On well, average, the show is between an hour to two, an hour and 45 minutes, and a couple of them come into two hours or more. Do you remember when we started this thing? Eight years? 48 minutes. Yeah. The average episode was 45 minutes to an hour. We were struggling to fill up yeah. 30 minutes, 40 minutes with material. Now, we have to actually say, we got to cut this out because we're running too long. And I realize that sometimes we go off on digressions, we go off on tangents, but a lot of our fans say that this is what they enjoy. Because that's the spontaneity of the show. And some people, when I tell them this, they don't believe it. Because they've asked me, oh, well, how long does it take to write a script? I said, what script? We don't have a script. They say, you just make that up. Yeah, we just sit here and we improvise. We have an outline of what it is that yeah. we want to talk about, what we do. Most of what comes out of our mouths is what comes out of our mouths. When Tom says something, and I'm shocked by it, yes, I honestly yeah. am shocked. because I didn't know he was going to say Like that. earlier today, when I created The Birth of the Sway. Yeah, but as so many of our fans, quote unquote, have told us, that's the unique charm of what they like about that this. That we sound like we're having a conversation. The, which is what we're doing. We're having a conversation with each other and with you. So it just boggles my mind that now we can do two hours yeah. with no problem when in the beginning we were struggling to fill up a half hour. Okay, well, what are we going to do next? We didn't know. But now we can do two hours without how thinking about it. We say, okay, well, what do we want to do? Oh, well, let's do Richard Pryor. Boom. Two hours. Yeah. Easy. No problem. Right. In the can. So, I think we should probably tell people where to send yes, their sir. stuff. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, for the time being, Derek and I are going to look into this, and hopefully by the time episode 142 rolls around, we'll have set up this PayPal thing. Yeah, we do in have, which we'll, case, we'll have a donate button yeah. on the Better in the Dark website. W- website, yeah. Website. We have to get in touch with Kelly. And for those who have yeah. asked us, we can't put one on the Earth2.net website because Earth2.net is just posting us. Yeah. We don't have a pay specifically dedicated to us there. It would have to be on our actual Better in the Dark fan site. But starting with 142, we will have this pre-recorded piece which will tell you where to send your donations. So hopefully that will be ready by 142, the Mm -hmm. PayPal, which I know a lot of people feel much more comfortable doing PayPal. If you want to send cash or money orders, cash obviously is the best because then I just divide it up and... 
Derek can attest to this. I give him his share. Oh, yeah. And I give you your share, Oh, yeah, exactly. Whenever Russ... Because Russ usually sends me the check. Yeah, exactly. In fact, this morning, I gave him the share of the $2 to Eugene McElrath. And we thank you, Eugene. Thank you, Eugene. Sent us. It's as little as that. We're fine with that. So this episode has been produced by Eugene McElrath. We're sorry. It's not a fun episode, Eugene. Yeah. So send money, checks... Or money orders to Myrtle Sporting Goods, care of Thomas DJ, 5716 Myrtle Avenue, Ridgewood, New York, 11385. Now, money, of course, you don't have to make out to. You can make out money orders to myself. Just send a check. Make sure your phone number is on it. Make sure your phone number is on it, but the best thing to do, make it out to Derek. I've been living outside the law many, many a year, so it's just (laughs) much more easy for Derek to get it and it be made out to him, and he check cashes it. And gives me my share. So that's your challenge, people. Do you care enough about this podcast? And we're not looking for a living wage. We're not like some of these guys that think we're going to get rich and open a ranch where we raise ostriches. This is never about getting rich. This is always about having fun and sharing knowledge and stories about movies and telling people about movies they might not have seen. I'm going to tell you, aside from, from the thing with the suicide thing, the best feeling I get is when somebody emails me or says on Facebook or calls me up because some of you or, have my phone I, number yeah. and tells me, I saw this movie you and Tom recommended, I loved it. I said, thank you. Let's use a concrete example. So many people have discovered and soon the darkness. Yeah. Oh, man. So many people said, man. Countless people have contacted the both of us and mm-hmm. let us know that they looked at it because of the last Obscure Horror Movies episode. It's one of their favorite movies now. Yeah. And so many movies that we've recommended, people have said, oh, I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. Particularly when it's a movie from the Obscure Movies episode, the Obscure Horror Movies episode, because these are films that were forgotten. Yeah. And I love doing the Obscure Horror Movie episode, particularly because we've got that third chair we've got desk coming in every week and we have no effing idea what he's going to come up with every, <laughs> and he every always, week. And he always comes up with something amazing. It's just wonderful. And people, there's a whole world of movies out there that most people don't even know about. And yeah. they keep telling me, man, how do you know all these movies out there? Listen, what can I tell you? I didn't have much of a social life yeah. when I was a kid. Now, what we want to mention one other change that is going to happen. Yes. And it's going to happen actually now. We love having our guest hosts on. We absolutely adore having that energy of that third party. We just just did a Prince episode, episode. The, the Curse of the Purple Curse, or the Birth of the Swave that we did with Kaylin Conley, our musical director. That was so much fun. It should be illegal yeah. that people had that much fun doing it. Where we I, managed to break the record for the most catchphrases used in an episode uh, of Better in the Dark. You guys are going to love that. Trust me. We've decided that it's probably better to do what we did with Des Reddick earlier this year, which is rather than just have a guest host on for one episode, when we sit down with a guest host, we'll record two or three episodes. We're going to call these residencies. Now, sadly, life had other plans for him today. Yeah. So we only got to record one. But the next time we sit down with Kalen, we're going to record two or three episodes. So you'll have a whole string of episodes where it's the two of us and Kalen, or the two of us and Des, the two of us and Lord Bloodrow. Lord Bloodrow, we have to have back on again. Oh, definitely. Hell, maybe even try to get Ian. See if Ian could sit down with us for a few sure. hours. Do We love it, Ian Wilson. There's a number of people, but from now on, instead of it being a sometimes thing, when we have a guest host, expect to hear him for two or three episodes in a row. And again, this is part of the thing where Better in the Dark hopefully is growing and expanding mm-hmm. and moving into other arenas. Tom and I briefly talked about you because a lot of people are doing that. They're moving from the podcasting right. to getting a dedicated YouTube channel 
and we could do weekly half hour things and put them up on YouTube. It's not outside the realm of possibility, people. These are things mm -hmm. that we have talked about doing and we would like to be able to do it. Unfortunately, the problem is, and I'm sorry, but it keeps coming back to that. It has to be worth our time to do it. Really, it does. And we can only do that with better equipment and a little I, I, bit of pocket change I, wouldn't hurt either. <laughs> I'll be very honest. I've always been slightly embarrassed by the sound quality of this show. Yeah, yeah. Folks, you don't know how many times I've had to talk Tom off the ledge because he's not happy with the sound quality. My good friend Lorenzo, hey Lorenzo, he puts together beats for rappers. Right. He's listened to the show and he's, oh, it's there's a lot of ambient sound and, this, and he came to us a number of times with mm -hmm. active solutions for these problems but they cost money. And I don't have a spare $500 lying around. Yeah, especially, especially these days. Who yeah. does? Yeah. Yeah. I want to do this for you. I want to make this the best podcast experience possible. But we work with what we work with. And listen, despite the fact that I know that you hear me talk about all the times about, oh yeah, well, I've got this book out, I've got that book mm -hmm. out, i got that book out. Trust me, folks, I am not getting rich from that either. Yeah. <laughs> when I get my royalty checks, usually that's enough for me to take my wife to the movies. Yeah. Maybe there's enough left over. I can buy like a couple of DVDs, Blu-rays, and yeah. that's about it. I'm not getting rich off that either, folks. Do you believe I have family members that don't talk to me because they're convinced I'm sitting on this pile of money? <laughs> yeah, they do. Let's oh. dispel this myth right now. The idea that the writer is a rich man, there's only like about maybe 5% of us who are really, really successful. Yeah. And the rest of us... Hell, somebody like F. Paul Wilson, okay? Very successful writer. Right. Still keeps his day job. Yeah, a lot of writers keep their day job. A yeah. lot of writers have day jobs because they can't afford just based on their royalties. Yeah. I know that in about maybe six months' time, I'm going to get my first royalty check. I'm anticipating this with a mixture of alternately dread and glee because I have this horrible feeling that it's going to be a, maybe a very, very small, maybe one-figure check. Yeah, but it's like Stephen King says. Yeah. That's when you know you're a writer. He says, did you get a check? Yes. Did you cash a check? Yes. Did you pay a bill with it? Yes. You're a writer. writer. Yeah. Well, by that standard, I was a writer 20 years ago. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. People figure that since I'm not working, well, he must have money. He's not working. Folks, I'm not working because I had a pulmonary embolism. That's why I'm, I'm not working because me and my wife sat down and my wife was concerned about my health. And she said, it's not like we got to work ourselves to death. If you want to take time off and retire early, I'd rather have you do that right. than have you keep on working. And that's why I don't work now. If it wasn't for the fact that, because some of you have heard me say this before, but for the ones who have it, the house that me and Patricia live in, we have tenants in here, and that supplements our income. Right. If it wasn't for that, I would have to be working. Thank God that we had the foresight that we went out and we purchased this building, and that supplements both of our incomes, so the disability check that I get is good, but... And I'm just crossing my fingers. Once I get that degree, once that is finally cleared up with Hunter, that horrible misunderstanding that lasted us 25 years. Wow. Where I thought I had to leave this behind because there was that one freaking credit mm -hmm. that I couldn't take because of my own heart condition. Right. And it's finally going to be coming true. And once I get that degree, I get access to their career development department. And I might actually get a job where I'm actually treated like a human being. For 10 years, I've been in a degrading job. <laughs> 
to say the least. A job where I have been unhappy. This has been part of the thing that makes me happy, but I can't devote. The rough estimate, 15 hours. About 15 hours, yeah. About 15 hours a week, which is a part-time job, people. Yeah, that's a part-time job. Yeah, so when you could really go out and get a part-time job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That actually pays you something. I'm paid barely above minimum wage. And we don't want to come off like we're crying the blues or that we're trying to throw a guilt trip. What we're just trying to do is just make you understand how we live to make you understand why we're asking you for this. Trust me, believe me, if I hit the lottery tomorrow, I would buy a professional studio for us to do this. And I'd be doing better in the dark three times a week with no Mm -hmm. problem. I tell Tom, listen, quit your job. We're doing it. Yeah, we'll do this all week long. And we would do it live five days a week. (laughs) Seriously. But that's not the case. And until and unless I do hit the lottery, this is where we're at and this is what we're doing. So anyway, hopefully this has brought some clarification into the whole situation that we're going in. Right now. informative. Right now we have a very dim view of our fan base. Those people who step forward notwithstanding. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Show us that we haven't been wasting our time these last seven years. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for you to do this all the time. We're not going to be PBS coming on literally every no, month and a half. No, as a matter of fact, I can promise that this is the last. We are not doing this again. We're not going to do the thing where every year we're going to come back. Oh, yeah, well, you know, we need to. No, we're not doing this. This is it. This is the, the last The time. only thing you'll be hearing after this is once in every episode for about two minutes, us showing you where to send donations. That's yeah. all. And that's we it. will never mention this again. But we wanted to take this time, take this point five, to explain to you as clearly as possible why we are in this position and what is going to happen. So that's it. Thank you very much for listening to us. We do appreciate it. As always, we appreciate it. if you want to contact Tom and myself, either privately or on Facebook about this. I'm very happy to discuss this with you privately Mm -hmm. by email or by instant messaging on Facebook. Tom, the same way you have our contact information from previous episodes so you know how to get in touch with us. And with that, I will say that I'm Derek Ferguson. And I'm Tom DJ. And until we see you again, go see that movie. Just like the bird and inherit the wind, the podcast is in your hand. Uh, Very good. Thank you. Good night and God bless. This has been your Better in the Dark Point Five, featuring Thomas DJ and Derek Ferguson. Normal service will return in two weeks. If you'd like to comment on this or any other episode of the program, please send an email to Better in the Dark at Earth2.net. That's Better in the Dark at Earth-2.net. If you feel this stopgap is not sufficient, please visit the Better in the Dark Central site at www.betterinthedarksite.com, and don't forget to check out all the amazing music available at www.b-hyphen.com. Better in the Dark, Point Five, is a Conspiracy Productions presentation in association with the Earth2.net community of podcasts. All material copyright, Thomas E. J. and Derek Ferguson. Transmission ends in three, two, one.